Clinton, Chris, uh, sorry, Clint, oh, can't do it. Right. You had it. You perfect. Clinton, Mitch, Christian, perfect. Chase Atlantic. Thank you for coming back. Uh, round two after what critics called the best podcast of all time. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Time. Raving review. It was, it was, it was a rocket. It, it was blowing up gangbusters style, but, uh, you know, <laughs> unfortunately the technology gods got in the way. How have things been since we, we chatted? Well, so the thing is, we know we chatted and the listeners don't know that we've had a previous oh, conversation. So. That's what's happened. Oh, the video didn't go through last time. Yeah. So, I mean... How have things been? <laughs> yeah, good man. We've just been making this album. Like 2020 was a crazy year. Um, we're happy to be alive in 2021. Like it's prosperity this year. Nothing but prosperity for everyone in the whole world. Mediumly, happy. Uh, pretty happy to be alive. <laughs> yeah, good days. Pro- prosperity for the world and medium happy. That, yeah. that feels right. Good days, bad days. <laughs> And, uh, you know, we, we like to, to dive in and find out what you guys have been listening to. Uh, last time it was a huge range of stuff, but what, what's been spinning in the playlist the last couple of weeks? Just Kid Leroy. <laughs> it's really weaned down. Yeah. <laughs> Everything Kid Leroy. I'm still listening to Travis Scott pretty much every day. The yeah. weekend. Future. Young Thug. Young Thug Essentials. Just pop that on. Yeah. Uh, Travis. Oh, don't forget I about listen to this brand new artist I just discovered uh, recently. Uh, his name uh uh breakings um he produces Bra- was it breakings breakings b-r-a-k-e-n-c-e um okay he produces his own stuff and it's, it's quite unique actually so i've just been listening to that every now and then it's kind of cool no fair enough that's a good that's a good spread of artists and you can't go past kid Leroy. that uh basically everything he's dropping is just gold at the moment oh no it's great he's, he's he's really putting on uh for australia so he's, proud of him don't forget about the uk grime rappers as well that you've been listening to yeah don't forget about him. Stormzy. I forgot. Stormzy. <laughs> keep, keep him up here. You got, you got people like Dave spinning and stuff like that and uh, like Slow Tie and, and all those kind of guys. Yeah, Slow Tie, I fuck with every year. I will say that there's some yeah. classics in there too. I've been throwing back some playlists, you know, from 80s and 90s and 70s rock and pop, you know, every now and then just to change up the mood. It's much Bruce. Yeah, shit, yeah. Possible. Yeah. <laughs> Lines. I've got a confession then. I'm not a Bruce Springsteen guy. Hey, look, I could never get around him. Well, I think it was more of I'll, a- I'll show myself out. No, no, hey, hey, I think it was more of an American thing. I think we, I think ours was Jimmy 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 Buffett. Jimmy Barnes. Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett. Is Phil Collins Australian or American? No, he's he's American. He's uh he's British. Yeah. British. Oh, sorry. Yeah. He's from Australia, I, can... I meant to say. I know his accent was Phil not Collins. American. Australia, the most underrated Australian. Right? Midnight Oil was from Australia, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, Peter Garrett. Did a, did a stint in Parliament for a bit, just like, you know, yeah. popped out those sick dance moves in the middle of the Senate yeah, floor. Exactly. Like, had it going on. I'm not a man with that amount of talent. Well, let's, we're here to chat Beauty and Death. And, you know, it's the new album that's that's dropped. And, you know, it, it, it made me want to cry. It made me want to dance. And it made me want to sort of explore my mental health space. Yeah. When you guys were, were in the studio, you're identifying the the tracks that you wanted to go on the album um, from, from you know, the maybe the B-sides and the other stuff that you recorded. What what was it like? What was the listener experience, the through line, the storyline? Was that all a conscious, you know, thought for you guys in, in pulling together the, the piece overall? I think um not 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 as conscious as it would be for any other art. I think subconsciously we're all kind of in sync and um, that kind of comes out consciously when we make the music. So like subconsciously we'll feel what's right. Like, like in our guts, like, like living, living life um, on the seat of our pants. Is that the same? What the heck is that? What the heck? It sounds like <laughs> your pants. 
that, that's what that's what the saying is, right? Seat of your pants. Yeah, but flying by the seat of your pants. Yeah, yeah I can, flying I can, by the seat of the pants. Yeah. yeah, so that's how we kind of do no. it. It's just gut instinct, um, no. kind of following intuition, writing, and... writing throughout the whole process as well. It's never like we just stop and we're like, let's. This is the songs. That's it's like, and Mitchell's pretty big on that as well. Usually, you know, he'll have these instrumentals and we'll pick some. But Mitchell's pretty big on like, we'll just see like what happens. And then throughout the process, like four or five or six songs would just come up as we were writing. And it would just replace songs or instrumentals that we thought, oh, maybe we could turn this into a song. So it's just a process throughout a whole year. Yeah. Not necessarily not writing just, a bunch yeah. of songs and being like, let's pick this one, let's pick this yeah. one. Yeah, because it's it's less of a it's less of a formulate kind of um, business structure rather than it is just a creative space where we can speak freely and and and, and freely like make music. You know what I mean? So yeah, we, we did it all pretty as organic as it can possibly be made like the, the album just it fell together in its own right because i think of the subconscious gut intuition that we had to, when going into making it well that's to be fair that's uh that's the beauty of music making isn't it like that's that's when the best albums sort of just fall exactly. Into place. yeah exactly you don't want to <laughs> too much you don't want to try too hard and you have your good days you have your bad days you just got to take little pieces from each one of those and then just just go with however you're feeling on that day it's like a little journal oh, that's man Sometimes I wish I could make music like that. I can't even make music at all. So <laughs> never too late to learn, man. It's never you too late to learn. That's true. You never need to learn. It's just experimentation. Just yeah. try. I mean, you might surprise yourself. We surprise ourselves every time we make an album. Man, <laughs> honestly, some like if you just pick up some of those DAWs, even some of those new ones, they can be so you know friendly towards new learners, and you just even if it's not good, don't you, overthink you know, shit. Don't yeah, overthink shit, and you just like you'll be surprised with how much you know you yeah, actually just yeah, how much friends. creativeness you have inside yeah. of you. It's actually inspiring. Oh, I've totally forgotten. That's a, yeah. That's, that's I, like I think genuinely inspiring shit. I love it. Thank <laughs> you. It goes like this: you can, you learn and then you unlearn. Nah, I'm just <laughs> music <laughs> art forms is for everyone. It's, you it's can be infinite. good or bad. It's completely perspective based. Just I make think, it um, what makes you feel good. Yeah. What what gives us the upper hand, I think, is our honesty and our and our transparency. There's not a lot of yeah. Not a lot of uh. Not false, a lot of false yeah. like fronting or like not a lot of that was really good, man. That was good job. Yeah, it's honestly, yeah. honestly, it's key. Do you do you feel when you're when you're in the writing process that there is that open space? You know, if, if there is something that you you you, you call out as you don't feel it's like you know up to up to scratch. Do you guys have that those moments where you're able to call it out between each yeah, other and say, oh, I think we could rework that. We call it out straight away. It's like if like if we're putting down, say I'm laying down like a vocal idea. And um, Christian McClendon will be like, yo, I don't, I reckon you can do something better. I'll be like, that's fair. Let me go. I'll try again. You know, like, I, mean? I think once or twice, it'd be like, maybe change the lyrics there. Yeah. Other like accidentally sounds a bit sus or something. Or there was one where, <laughs> like you dissed us and we're like, hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're like, I didn't mean it. It didn't mean it intentionally. It was out of context. Yeah. I was like, kind of sounds like you're dissing us. Oh, I was very like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I can do this. Like, oh yeah. Fuck. Well, I'm the one that has to do this. I'll change so, it to we're pages, like, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> But um, yeah, no, I mean, there's times as well where I'll come out and do the, because I kind of do the, oh shit. Um, do you guys mind if I put the computer there just for the, oh, charge. for the charger? Oh, here so we go over here. Um, yeah, I think two of the apartment. Two, <laughs> two, or, two or three times where I've finished a verse and Mitchell's been like, oh, you should probably change this line. Or yeah. even changing the actual melody and call me back. You were like, the melody shouldn't go down there. Let's keep it up. So There's just... no like uh, confrontational issues with ego. And like, we're all happy to take a, like, like criticism. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's one collaborative project. It's not like, 
oh man, like I can't, I'm, I reckon it's better how it is. We shouldn't change. It. There's no yeah. ego that stands in the way. Like we understand that if if it's like a tripod, you if one of the legs is it doesn't work, the whole thing's not gonna work. Also, with three people, you can do a boat. Yeah, that's true. You can majority that's rules. True. Majority rules. rules. <laughs> That's a handy one for when you for any process really. <laughs> Take it to the court of the judges. The high court. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, for people that aren't aware, when you guys uh, you guys have relocated to LA, where you guys are currently sort of uh, hanging out, and when you moved over there, uh, people like the Madden Brothers kind of really took you under their wing and, and showed you the some of the ropes. And you've worked with with other Australian bands like Five Seconds of Summer and stuff like that. But when you were sort of first moving over there and, and sort of coming up in that world, what what kind of role did they did those bands and those artists play in in sort of your development as musicians as as music industry professionals like just in general in, in your lives? Um, well, just to clarify, we we love five stars as people. We're friends. We never actually worked with them, well, not yet anyway. Um, Fair enough. But- I've been thrown under the bus by Sam, who <laughs> deliberately did not make this recording and wrote that question himself. No, 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 it's okay, <laughs> when we first arrived, we were like, we, we, we were slightly like naive and we would just go out and, you know, we'd party with them, have some fun. And like, we got along. We didn't have any, you know. They were they were kind of at the stage where we we're at now, though, where, you know, if we just had met a bunch of new Aussies come out who were just like partying and like, maybe don't seem like we're, we're taking it as seriously at the time, even though we 100% were. This is like the new guys, you know, the new guys in America and the scene. So yeah. at the start, it was, you know, a little bit like that. But then they just became, you know, pretty good friends. Yeah. I wouldn't say best yeah. friends, but like, John, know. John, <laughs> and then John Benji are like, they're, they're, yes, they're our mentors. Like, they're, they're, they're our brother. Like, they have taught us exactly what, not, like, because they, their whole motive was we want to look after you guys because we don't want you to make the same mistakes that we made coming up. You know what I mean? In the business. Yeah. So yeah. that, that, that was the most crucial, I think, like kind of gift given from them is that they've taught, they've kind of guided us through this um, with, with words and with conversations through, through this mess of the music industry as it is. And they've, they've really helped make it a lot smoother and a lot more. And, and, and they've taught us a few things about the business side, which, which have really helped as well. And they're super genuine, super generous and nice. They and care. They really care. It's hard to find people like that in in the music industry, I think regardless of where you are in the world. Even just regular people, yeah. Yeah. It's hard to come, it's, it's, a, it's a real gem to come by. Yeah. It, it sounds like authenticity is a big theme in in the Chase Atlantic story with, with you know, between you guys and, and the people that you try and work with as well. But that's yeah. the thing coming from Australia and then coming to America, you know, like, like, especially Los Angeles from the get-go, it's like... There's a lot of people who chew you off with a bunch of bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. And then <laughs> a lot of people might use the fact that you're Australian as like a little, you know, might use you as like a little side buddy or something. I think Diane Wood, Ninja, from he talked about it pretty well when he was talking we about the, the situation story. with Kanye. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like people buy, you know, people, you know, <laughs> might use you as like bless you, a little accessory sort of thing. Like we've got an Australian friend we just kind of went past that kept to ourselves and we were really very easy very easy for us to sniff out who is going to be our mates for the long run and (laughs) it's just around for a bit that dear is that from that dear wood story where he talks about how he went to kanye's place and he's just watching fucking porn on like the tv that's the the whole of like coming to la we're like what the fuck is going on here well, if you crack the Kanye porn circle, I reckon you've made it. Like that's uh-huh. <laughs> that's peak. But we got to some pretty weird circles, like the writer of like 10, th- 10 ways to lose a man or something. How to lose a man in ten days. <laughs> that was a weird night. Know, like that. <laughs> yeah, she was. Oh, she was remember that? There's actually been, some characters. There's been so many like people we've met, but like it's it gets to a point where like you you get older, you grow up. Yeah, yeah, but it's not, no, it's not just that. It's like you want to be hanging out with these cool, if they are cool people, for the right reasons because yeah. you're successful and 
they can respect you equally. Yeah. You don't want to yeah. be like someone that's there that's inspired or like a big fan of them. You can be inspired, but like I'm not a big fan. You want to have people around you that are going to help elevate you just as much as you help elevate them. Yeah. Just a, just a real yeah. productive circle that, that everyone is kind of on board with um, just doing good, like doing good things within the, the creative world or yeah. whether it be uh, in, in, in any other kind of... And, and we figured that as we went along because, you know, at the beginning we were naive. We wanted to be a little bit flexy. Yeah, you want to party when you're younger. And we had actually like some good contacts and some like that that Joel and Veggie like kind of introduced us to. And, you know, we're nice guys. So we made our way through the ropes. And there was one night um, after hours, we... Um, nice guy. He's a flex. But it was after hours. <laughs> we were in a nightclub with about 10 people, um, a few girls. And then I think it was just us, The weekend and and Drake. And it was just like a little... We got, they did a little show for us. It was, yeah. It was like, we, we were like sitting on the couches and they were like performing for us. We're like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> That's a sick flex. That's a yeah. very sick flex. In the same room together as well because like, we, we thought they had beef. No, time. they did and they just they, made up. They just I made saw up. them making yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. What, that's what John taught us. Yeah. It was a good oh. time. Yeah. We were there for the makeup. That's... They kissed one. <laughs> Don't tell anyone that. <laughs> that's... That's a that's a good inside LA scoop. I'll that's that's good shit. MZ is way too late. <laughs> I want you to tell people the chocolate L story one day. That's awesome. You know, oh, chocolate L? Oh, I don't want to kiss. I don't want to kiss. No, 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 no. We don't want to. We don't want to be talking about Dell in an interview. I really. We'll save that for the third. For the third record. No, you will not. I got. I've been going to gym. If anything, he would want to give us a kiss. That's all I can say from that point. Yeah, we're too much. He's gonna kiss us with his fists. Hey, kiss with the fist. Same thing, right? Hey. Speaking of the album, we we've been having chats with a lot of artists lately who've been sort of saying that they they think that the the album as a as a release format is is kind of dead. It should be all singles now because that's just how streaming works. How do you guys sort of take that play? Do you, do you think that the the album is sort of the, it's still the 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 pinnacle of the, the package? The, the album is it's the it's the it's the centerpiece. It's the centerpiece of what music should be as an artistic form. Singles are fantastic, but they are fleeting. That's it, the thing. It also, you want something to hold on to. It also sounds like the people saying that when they're judging what you know what's dying or whatnot, they're judging it from their own successes or successes to begin with like the also the, art, the part of making an album that's what the art is for imagine yeah. if a it's successful writer yeah. released uh, uh just a poem at a time rather than writing a novel yeah you're in it for the yeah. you're, like imagine if all movies went for five minutes not good enough i mean like to be fair, I didn't, I didn't they tried that on quibi and it did not go well yeah <laughs> no exactly i don't have anyone to relate to i haven't fallen in love with the characters i have no emotional attachment to it that's why the whole body of work gives you an actual reason to appreciate yeah nothing wrong with but singles I, but i would never wrong. say that but yeah, i never say stupidest album, thing i've ever heard it's not there is a side to the argument which wait is, who said that who said give us the names and the emails there's a side to the argument we're gonna we're gonna start some beef here Stupid. That's stupid. All right. The side to the argument, though, when the artist isn't album material, like an artist who can make a few good hit songs, right? If they keep repeating themselves, it's going to be a repetitive album. They don't want to put that out because it's boring. Seems and like and a, young people these days, seems well, like a everyone, yeah, probably. And then a lot of people <laughs> these days, you know, like Short media is consumed so much and it's so saturated that, like, look at TikTok. You have one minute to make a video and you go viral or and you like got that. you got one minute but you got like two seconds or three seconds to grab their attention and yeah, also exactly. six, fine yeah it's mm. six seconds so you, you you can say that their arguments 
I kind of right, but it also means yeah, that they nah. can't make a good album. It's it's fleeting, but it's it's. <laughs> I think it's it stands the test of time, and a good album will always stand the test of time. That's no what I'm saying. What. A good album, yeah. Because you don't want to hit play yeah. and then the song stops and then you have to go find another song to fucking listen to. I mean, unless we're outdated, but I still listen to albums. I'm yeah, I love albums. I hate having to click on individual songs. Yeah, no, I'll chuck on an album on yeah. shuffle. And then if I don't like one of the songs, I'll just skip it. Yeah. Albums will- All right, well, very, very clear from the from the Chase Lanny boys, the album, Not Dead. Bring it, it's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> to take, it, take it from us. Try. <laughs> We've made cool. Well... <laughs> Hey, it look. That's the thing. You can't put a single up on the wall like that. Like that looks pretty good. Exactly. Uh, we, may have, sure. we may have gone a bit ahead of ourselves. It might be a fun. <laughs> 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 the uh, b- before we wrap up, I'll, I'll sort of cut to a quick one. It's a it's a fan submission from Sam, who who otherwise would have been here, but you know is a piece of shit. Uh, Sam or Sam's the fan. Sam no, Sam is in the guy who was on this podcast with. Yeah, I know. Sam's the fan. Big fan, big fan. Also a piece of shit. But he, <laughs> <laughs> he always wanted to put it out there that if if he was uh, you know if he was to relearn the clarinet, can can we sort of hook up like a Chase Atlantic, Sam Kenny G right. trio kind he's of gonna situation? To, he's gonna have to like um talk to me about it because I used to play clarinet, and uh, if anyone's gonna be picking up the clarinet again, it's gonna be me. Clinton just plays a golden clarinet. Yeah. Oh shit. Pretty sure that's, that's, the that's wild. Colors. No, I, yeah. Um, he can. He can definitely get Sam on the oboe. Yeah. I, I, like he need, We go show him the ropes. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> like I don't even know why I played it. I played it for many years, and it's just like the most dull sounding instrument. Because you got those windy. It's lips. like oh, it's like someone singing like this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever have some like good Benny Goodman sounds, like some kind of? Jazz clarinet. Oh yeah, know, so yeah, I, I did like a little no, bit of classical clarinet training. I did AMB four, I think. Yeah, you're young though, like until you like get older. I did like I had to do like, a little solo in the orchestra, but I was like, why are you making the clarinet do a solo? This isn't the best instrument to do the solo with. I used to pretend xylophone <laughs> when I because you, you go drums and you go percussion the xylophone. I was just like, yeah, you have to change with all the other percussion yeah, students. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm playing the xylophone. I, I remember that. Well, well, there you go. I don't, I don't know if he picks up the clarinet again, here you go. He's going to have a lot, lot of fun because it's going to be a lot of banter. And we can help. I was going to say, it sounds like clarinet may be taken up. He can he can jump on the oboe or like the, the piccolo. Dude, I used to play the oboe and I did have an oboe solo as well. French trumpet. The French trumpet. <laughs> oh, oh, is it trumpet or French trombone? I also okay. played the bassoon, oh, which is a, a really weird instrument. It's like a big trumpet yeah. and they curled it up. Yeah. What did you play? You played drums? Drums, yeah, I was percussion and in the concert band. Mitchell played cello as well. We, yeah. we pretty much put our hands on every little instrument we could get. I know you guys played cello. Oh, and big. The, the, I played, I played, I played oboe. I played bassoon. I did all of the fucking stuff that was like, mm. it was like bigger versions of clarinets. I just kept escalating, and then I played <laughs> the uh, soprano saxophone, which is just a big clarinet again. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, actually that's a golden clarinet. Yeah, yeah, I used yeah, to play yeah. that. I played that for a year. Well, there you go. If you called the rocket, Sam, thank you for your fan submission. <laughs> it sounds like you got a, a whole grade 11 senior concert band going on we in did. Chase Atlantic we did. Studio. Well, Chase Atlantic, yeah, we were called grade 11 uh, concert, concert band. <laughs> name, well, <laughs> well, Chase Atlantic guys, thank you for, for taking the time to chat to a second, you know, again, and I, I'm, I'm happy to make this a regular spot, but you know, I think you guys have some LA stuff to do. So uh, yeah, beauty and death. It's, it's out now. Uh, have a listen, stream it up. And um yeah, thanks again for coming in. Yeah, thank first. you, man. Thank and, you, man. And honestly, like 
maybe not regular, but let's get back and do another interview sometime.